0: What's up, JFW family? Welcome back to the Channel 23 podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to reach out and touch the fleet to engage and inform everyone with all things JFW. Welcome back, Brother Dave and Super Dave, and welcome to our special guest, Rick Showtime Gray.
1: (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. Good morning. Good morning, Rick. Hello, everybody. Good morning, Dave.
0: Rick, I know you're a patriot, so you want to kick us off with the Pledge of Allegiance?
2: Oh, yeah. Everybody please rise. <laughs> flag's over there. <laughs>
0: the flag's right there. A pledge of allegiance to, to, to the flag, flag of, of the United, United States, States of America, America and, and to the Republic for which it stands. One nation, nation
1: under God.
0: Indivisible with liberty and justice for all. All right. Woohoo. As a reminder, anything you hear today on this podcast is not the opinion of JFW. It's just the four men in this room. Episode 44 had 236 downloads, and we are at 14.9 thousand total downloads. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
3: Pretty so good. nobody's broke. That was an all time mm. high with Ryan and Linda, right? Yep. Both of them on there. Five what?
0: It was over 500. I could look at where we're at wow, now. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. That is so cool. Yeah. Yep. Showtime, the pressure's on. I know you'll get the word out. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Rick says we're going to have a listener from Japan. So next week's podcast, wow. I should be able to say we have a listener from right? Japan. Right, <laughs>
2: right. And I know <laughs> who that listener is. <clears throat> yeah, me yeah. too. <laughs>
0: Rick's worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah.
2: Fans, fans all over the world. Yep. We have two world tabs. <laughs> yep. Just so you
0: know, Rick's son, what's your son's name? Michael. Michael. Shout out Michael. Michael's in the Navy, right? And he's stationed in Japan. So how's he like in his career?
2: Uh, I, I I think he likes it. He just doesn't like being so far away from home and from family. He can't just jump on a plane and come home. It's like almost $2,000 for him to come home. Oh, wow.
0: wow. Yep, that's what dad's are for.
2: Yep. <laughs> yeah, so and then being in the Navy <laughs> and being attached to a squadron. <laughs> he didn't even catch that. <laughs> okay, Now I'm gonna. curious what.
0: Yeah, that's what dad's are for, for the two grand to get him home. Oh, no, that's what moms are for. <laughs> Uh, That's cool. When's this tour out there over?
2: Technically, his duty is up in March, but with all of his time, being that he hasn't been able to come home, he's been able to accumulate uh, time off. He should be home around February.
0: Okay. And is that like for terminal leave, or is he re-enlisting, or?
2: He's not going to re-enlist. I'm trying to talk him into being a naval reserve, because I'd like to see him keep his career going, but... You know, he has a new family now. He has a wife and a kid oh. on the way. So oh, wow. Congrats. He kind of wants to get back to Southwest Airlines and get get hit the ground running there.
0: Awesome. So is he a flight mechanic or something over there? Or?
2: Before he went in the military, he was a ramp agent, worked, gotcha. uh, the, worked the ramp. But now he wants to go in and be an aircraft and airframe mechanic for the big jets. Nice. He has talked about possibly being a pilot, but we'll see. I don't know if I want one of spawns of mine, fly a plane around, but I tell you what,
3: I got a neighbor that he's flown for Delta for 25 years and now he teaches pilots to fly. Nice. And, uh, Oh, my God. I thought I had some trucker stories, Rick. Oh, my <laughs> God. This dude blew us away one night. I was dumbfounded at some of the stories he had. Uh, I mean, like airplanes ran landing at wrong airports. <laughs> oh, wow. Cow. I mean, yeah, this these two pilots somewhere in Florida landed at, like, a dinky airport. One, it was even closed, right? Wow. When they got to the end of the runway, they were like, oh, shit, this is the end of the runway, right? <laughs> they were able to, like, make this maneuver and turned and wound up coming through... This area where the airplanes were stored, but they knew to, like, turn and get back out and take off. They needed every inch of runway they could. So when they barreled around the corner, they, like, throttled up on it. Throttled a, up. Yep. They, like, wound it up. Well, the, like, five little Cessna airplanes that they turned and jetted against <laughs> that they flipped over. <laughs> that well, were they flying? That, like a big A air- 747. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And I'm mm. like, oh, my God. And then they denied it. It and it was us. it was all on a security camera, wow. and it was funny. This little airport reached out to Delta and was like, uh, "Yeah, hey, we're just checking in why flight nine seven five nine er was uh, at our airport, why it was closed." And they're like, oh, "We didn't have an airplane there. There's no there's no airport. We didn't, Delta doesn't land at an airport that's closed."
2: It's kind of like us. Why don't don't you take a look at
3: this little security video? And by the way, call your insurance agent because you have like five Cessnas you need to pay for. Yeah, kind of like us. Let's check the video. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And when in doubt, say those two pilots don't work there
0: anymore. uh, Ah. When in doubt, power out. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Hey, it was a safe landing and a safe takeoff minus the damage. Safe takeoff. No people were injured. No. No Delta equipment was injured. <laughs> so they had a plane load of people, too.
1: Oh, completely full, Dave. Wow. Yeah, completely full. Was you before? know, when we went to Europe, those, and, and I'm so upset, they don't make those anymore. They are completely retired. But that 747 was the most comfortable plane that we, I mean, oh, it, Dave, this it was guy, a 10-hour flight. And,
3: and yeah. they, all the room in the world. Yeah, this guy says the 747, the 757, and the 777. He goes, best planes ever made. And he said, they're still in action. Delta has a fleet of them because they can't get new planes. Oh, wow. And he goes, we would rather fly those any day of the week. He said, you can be 30,000 feet in the air. Alarms and buzzers goes off, goes off, and they're just like, oh, flip this switch, turn that lever, pull this switch. and We're good. <laughs> we just keep going. But he goes, you actually watch the fuel weight. They, they don't go by gallons. They go by weight on a plane. I would imagine, yeah. And he said, you just watch that gauge just he said it is just like going down and oh way. yeah and you're like i hope we're gonna make it and he said the the new planes just sip fuel yeah uh, he said it yeah. is night and day difference but he goes you get a light or a warning up there with the new stuff and he's like it's kind of like our guys right. you know hey pull over disconnect the battery well you don't do that at thirty thousand feet right, right? <laughs> yeah but yeah. hopefully you're not derated it 30, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah 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 he's like yeah and one of those boeings he said you just an engine goes out, you just turn it
2: off. It's like, maybe it's a big are, deal. You know what's
0: interesting about the whole flying and becoming a pilot, pilot and teaching is Vitaly's already a flight instructor. Yeah, that's like one of the first. You get your pilot's license and then you're a flight instructor. Right, it's like immediate. Right, you know, obviously he's not teaching people how to fly jumbo jets yeah but yeah it's like the first because nobody's going to hire you you got to get yeah. a certain amount of experience That's how so you pay that, for your
1: hours yeah. yeah so
0: okay well I'll teach you how to fly I just learned last week and now you're up right you know so yeah, yeah he cool. said
3: like a decade ago it was seven years minimum meaning four years school wow. and three years experience. And he uh. said it had to be totally verifiable. He said you couldn't be in right. like your mom and dad's Cessna and right. fly from here to Iowa or something like that. He's like, you needed some commercial experience. And he said, now we're pretty desperate. He yep. said, pretty much if you've got 24 months in somewhere, we'll hire you and teach it. If
0: you drink Red Bull, we'll give you your wings. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, I did see Vitaly. Shout out to Vitaly, by the way. But I did see he posted a picture of a bigger plane yeah. uh, maybe a, i don't know if he's learning that now or Well did you see hmm.
3: that one photo i saw it man he was inverted
1: over a mig over ukraine
0: <laughs> Was his name Maverick and he was
1: flipping them off <laughs> the one i saw he was over i25 and he circled the jfw truck down on the highway <laughs> That's great
2: What wasn't great. there a move wasn't Maverick the one that did that I was inverted <laughs> Yeah exactly <laughs> ah. Rick, nice, I want to give man. a shout man, out, out to your dudes. kid for defending
3: our country's freedom, man. Yeah. So, thank Michael, you. if you're listening, yep. which I'm sure your dad will make sure you do, thank you so much. Yep. We appreciate that, man. Our, our liberties aren't free here in the United States, and I, I hope everybody truly understands that. So, thank you.
0: I love that. Yeah. Thanks, Dave. Yep.
2: Yeah. Couldn't be awesome. more proud of that kid. He's, he's definitely exceeded my wildest expectations of what my kid would have been like, you know. So, I'm, that's I'm, awesome. I'm proud of him every, every day, every step of the way.
0: And let's bring it up. I mean, Rick, you're a Navy vet as well, so thank you.
2: Yeah, yep. thank you. Yep. Rick. Grew up, grew up military family. Uh, between my father, and my grandfather, and even my son's grandfather from the other side of the family, there were all Navy. My son originally wanted to go in the Army, but we're like, uh, <laughs> that's let's, like let's check out the huh? Navy, you know, because <laughs> we were all Navy. So, right. But yeah, great. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everybody. Funny.
0: So uh, last so, week I'm running the books with the house. I, I do our finances and. me and my wife we have separate amazon accounts right so i'm like i go to her all the time well what's this charge and what's this charge and she's like i didn't do that and then i look further in my account i'm like oh it's me again (laughs) I, i just blame her for everything so i'm like babe why don't why don't you just why don't we just have one prime account i mean we have one of everything else so she's like, all right. but uh do you know what you call two monkeys that share an amazon account monkey oh, pox. <laughs> Not monkey pox. I've just heard this Husband one, Husband and you. wife. What the heck was it? <laughs> Thanks, Rick. Uh, I don't know. Primates. Yeah, primates. primates. Yeah, that was obvious. We should
1: have known that. Should have known it. It's
0: time for the Dad Joke Challenge. Rick, kick it off. Well, wow. you're number well, two.
2: You know, back in the day, back when I was actually, you know, physically fit. I know that's a long time ago. Shut How up, long? Troy. <laughs> You know, I, I was dating girls from the gym and everything, and I asked this girl to meet me at the gym, and but she never showed up. So I guess the two of us just aren't going to work out.
0: Ah, caught a bump. Clever. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right, I, Rick actually was generous here and helped me out. I'm running late this morning, kind of almost like always. So, anyway, do you guys know why your pupils? Are the last part of your body to stop working when you die?
0: They dilate. Exactly. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I've heard that, the, that your hearing is the last thing to go. What? When you're on your deathbed, they say <laughs> that you're hearing. You can hear after you can't see or anything. You're, you're like this close, but you can still hear. Gotcha. It's so what I've heard. That wasn't my dad (laughs) joke. You should just stop right there, Dave. (laughs) Thank
2: God I wasn't the worst. (laughs) That's what I've heard.
1: (laughs) Oh, Oh. shit. Does everybody like going to the beach? Love it. Would you like to go to Hawaii?
0: Mm, Of course. Sure.
1: You know, I've heard they don't allow loud laughter in Hawaii.
0: They like aloha, aloha. Man, (laughs) we need to recycle some of these. We we are recycling them. That's funny. Good stuff. New drivers. We got Chris Green and Jeffrey Soto. Welcome, guys. Yeah, welcome aboard. Welcome to the fleet. Welcome to the show.
1: A a hard time from uh, Dale last week. He said, "So, are you trying to kill me or what?" And I said, "What are you talking about?" He goes did you just hire a Chris green? And I was like, yeah, starts next Tuesday. And he's like, so we have a crisp bean and a crisp green.
0: Right. Yep.
1: Like, yep, you can do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they can
3: train together and be green beans. There you go.
0: <laughs> I feel like we just said this last week.
3: <laughs> we did. No one else was ponying it up, so I did. <laughs>
0: celebrations birthdays we got sam Ann on saturday the 10th happy birthday dwayne happy
3: birthday happy dwayne birthday
0: and then family birthday celebrations we got cindy boyce who was yesterday I was talking to dale earlier about all the food they ate so he came off his diet his food program and yeah, it sounded great tiffany freeman her birthday is 9 7 that's tomorrow that's Jean's daughter She's actually having her Sweet 16 party this weekend. I'm going to take my daughter Bella to that. Very cool. Yeah, And then Tori Gamage. that's Jason Gamage's daughter. Her birthday is 9-8. So happy birthday, everybody. Yeah, happy Happy birthday. birthday. And then uh, my daughter wrote, she wrote two thank you cards uh, because her birthday, she got a birthday gift from JFW. And I was like, oh, make sure you write a card. I want to start training her to do those things now. So she wrote two, one to JFW and one to the trucking company. Oh my! Like, oh. <laughs> so I haven't read them yet. Let's see what they say. <laughs> one says, "You're sweet, dear JFW family. I love it for the Mermaid Tail and for the tent. I've been sleeping in it. We changed my room." Since uh, I had so much stuff in my way, I love it so much. I like everything in it. It's my favorite. So Joanne did a great job. She picked out a princess like Fort 10 thing. Wow. And a mermaid tail blanket that she wears around the house. She can't walk in it very good. It's like <laughs> a penguin. So that's the JFW. And then so let's see what very she cool. wrote to the JFW Trucking Company since apparently we're separate. There you go. <laughs> let's see. Oh, she just drew a really cool truck.
3: Oh, that is a cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Not bad, Bella. Thank you. Nice. Yeah, good job. Yes,
3: very good.
0: Shout outs. I want to give a shout out and a congrats to us. If you know who that is, that's Oswaldo for uh, locking down a dispatch position. He was given an opportunity to come here, try it out, and he actually uh, was very impactful from day one. So way way to be aggressive, Oswaldo, and get what you want. 100%
3: 100% agree yeah. I mean he yep. sounds like he's been in that position for years Forever. right I yeah. mean you call on the radio on the phone but I mean to give kudos to him isn't fair without giving kudos to the rest of the tribe right. you know what I mean because they're they're all down there helping him as he's helping them as well so yep. yeah that's yep. that's definitely a niche group man that you gotta you gotta fit in and You all have to share the same brain and think and do that job.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Troy wanted to give a shout-out to Dispatch and a Hole for being cool as cucumbers, and he never hears them sweat. So that's that's pretty great. Uh, Shout-out to Edwin Ramirez. I ran into Edwin at the gym this weekend. Man, I, I was in there. I just got there, and this guy walks by. I'm like, that looks like Edwin. And, I mean, he was decked out. When I say decked out, I mean... For being in the gym, I mean, he was put together. His shoes matched his shirt, which meant, like, he was styling. And I was like, nah, that can't be Edwin. And then I was getting ready to do my first set of squats, and he came over, and he's like, jam. So pretty cool. He wanted to send a message to the fleet and say it's important to take care of ourselves. If you want to do this job for any length of time and be healthy, you need to do something to stay fit. So shout nice. out to Edwin for that message and taking care of himself. And then uh, shout-out to Brother Dave and Jim for fighting a good fight to get Yard 23 going. Obviously, we've given shout-outs to Scooby, um, Pat, Kendrick. But you and, and Jim, you guys are fighting every day to, to keep that place moving forward. Which Man, is, that Yard
3: 23 is kicking our ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. It's, you know. I mean, what,
3: when I say I was running late for the podcast, it's... It's not because I just got to work. You know what I mean? We were over there at yard 23 with the electricians again going through all that. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, Troy wanted to give you a shout-out for getting your electrician journeyman license. <laughs> because don't,
2: don't let him fool you. I saw him down at the butcher block. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that would be nice. The roundhouse sounds really good right now, it does. That yeah. does. Yeah. Sounds. No, it's kind of funny. So, I you know, shout-out to Scooby because Scooby had a buddy turn us on, you know, because I don't know whether everyone knows the electrician's – did some rewiring on a transformer they've installed it's a used transformer that they brought from their facility that when they threw the power on it blew three main breakers we couldn't find them anywhere so scooby actually had a buddy that turned us on to this it's like this hole in the wall flea market building from like the 80s i cruised in there and just bought 450 dollars worth of fuses for three fuses to go replace them and they just blew them out again this morning. Man. So now we're $900 in fuses, and I hope they figure out what the problem is. Yeah. And I'd really love to fuel at some point over there. Right. I know yeah. eventually it'll happen. I don't know when, but huh? it will happen. Yeah,
1: Ta- know, the people that were there prior to us had power, right? I mean, what Well, happened? not to their fuel tank. No, no, no. They had <laughs> power to everything that they had. Well, what right. happened since? We have power to everything, just not what they're adding. Right.
3: So, yeah. when they add that transformer in the system to power the additional stuff we're installing it's it's adding to the system, and it it's screwing it up once when we eliminated the transformer, everything they had still has power, hmm. but it was trying to find the fuses, so yeah, the rest of the stuff dave it's yeah, everything we're adding is off of that new transformer hmm. so
0: yeah, it's got to be frustrating, I mean, I see it. Because it's like one step forward, three steps yeah,
3: back. Yeah, yeah. You know? It sucks when things aren't in your control right? With your hands. Right. You know what I mean? I'm like, everybody was just content to sit back with no power over there. And When I say everybody, XL, right. right? We called XL, said, hey, there's a power outage here, You know, yada, yada, yada. A day went by, 24 hours and nothing, right? They never made it out. They never came out, nothing. And luckily, you know, we have a buddy that works there. And I texted him the night before, said, hey, we didn't have power, explained what went on and his first remark is why didn't you call me and i'm like i will next time you know and then he said just text me in the morning he said we start at six well i texted him at like 5:50. by 6:20, he had a picture sent over on my phone of the three fuses said xl's got power your boys blew out these three fuses oh wow and that's when the race was on you know not to go 48 hours with no power right so luckily we found them and replaced them and now yeah. they blew them
0: out this morning that's... but they
3: have three Th- right. With
0: them. That right. They were waiting for that. So. Right. Yeah, those, you know, with the supply chain, too, because I used to work for an electrical distribution company, and I called them, and they're like, yeah, we don't have any of those. Yeah. You know, and then I called, like, one of the, like, uh, City Electrical Service, CES. They're a big dog in town. They got everything. It's like, you got JLLS service, uh, fuses? Oh, yeah, what size do you need? 225. Nope, we ain't uh, got those. Hmm. So good job yeah. by... Scoop, find the nose. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and
3: we even bumped up to 250, Jim, just right. because they're the same size. I'm like, I don't care if it's 75 extra amps. Man, they should go to
0: 500. Maybe they won't go. <laughs>
3: <laughs> or maybe we'll see
0: fire when they do. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. But the tank looks good over there.
3: The tank looks great. Yeah. The scale, the old scale house really looks great because yeah. it's painted now. Oh, yeah. And it, it wasn't until, you know, because I went down there, we're, we're working on where we're going to put the salt down there. So I kind of worked two and a half days down there this weekend why nobody was around. And it dawned on me the one night I was like coming out of there or the one morning and the sun was shining across the fuel tank to the building. And it just looks so nice. They were both white and complimentary of each other. And I'm like, wow, that just looks night and day difference. Yeah, it
0: looks really good. I haven't been over there for a while. I went over there for Dennis's goodbye. Yeah. And yeah, everything is definitely looking different. Yeah, it's coming along. Definitely. And that brings me to a shout out to Joanne and Amber for doing a... A really great job putting everything together together for Dennis's retirement party. So, great job. Appreciate you.
3: Yeah. They're, they're a couple special ladies, man. They they know how to throw a party and think of things and do all that. Yeah, you things know, we just, would never think of. Oh, yeah. I'm like, we got yeah. an ice cream truck coming. Yeah. What else do we need? High fives. <laughs> Joanne looked at me like, what do you mean? We need this, this, this. I'm like but we got an ice cream truck coming. What else do we need? <laughs> <laughs> That's why we need ladies in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. I said, how's
1: it going over here? She said, well, you know, I didn't fix things up quite as much as I wanted to. Um, I said, not as much as the last party we had. She said, no, not near as much, but she said, it's okay. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah, I thought it was
3: Yeah, it was they, they did an outstanding job.
0: Yeah, I know uh, Mikey's back today. After his trip to Alaska, so shout out to the shop for hanging in there while Mikey was gone. There's a lot of things happening, and the shop got it done.
3: Yeah, so. yeah, they did, man. They they rocked it last week and the week before.
0: And then uh, shout out to the JFW workforce in the whole. We have some really great people working here. You know, we get caught up on uh, some of the little things and the negative so time sometimes. But when you walk around the fleet and you you talk to a couple people and. You hear some of the things they got going on and what they have done and where the hearts are at, man. It just right. makes it feel good. We do it have does. some great people working here. So Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> you guys got any more shout outs? Rick, you got any shout outs for anybody?
2: Uh yeah, I had a I had one but Dave stole my thunder on that besides my son, you know, shouting out to him. But sure. I just want to give a shout out to all of the families, the wives, the girlfriends, mm-hmm. the kids, you know, it's it's a big sacrifice what we do here and we're gone long hours during the summertime and you know we get home and we're just too tired to do anything it's eat dinner kiss your kid goodbye or good night and you're you're off to bed so yep. those are the true unsung heroes i think of what we do as the families that put up with it day in and day out
0: i agree rick and that's part of the reason we started sending the wives something on your anniversary date because they've had to put up with you and us for another year you know what i mean so that's that's part of the reason we did that so great point good
3: yeah i just want to touch upon what rick said and what what he says makes me think of you jam because you're so good at bringing up the point you know like you leave work here and you're beat and you you know you just want to go home and do nothing but you have to save a part of yourself for your family when you get home you know what i mean you only have two hours with them or 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 three or one you know or or barely any so you have to save a part of yourself and no matter how good a day or bad day you had yeah you got to spend time with them you know what i mean and and nourish that growth and and you know be be happy for
0: it yep. you know more yeses less no's
3: absolutely you know? yeah <laughs> yeah for sure Great. and that's you that has to be a mindset right you know because i think it's so easy to get caught up in yourself now oh, i just had a shitty day today you know blah 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 you know and i mean it's funny my son he gets home from swimming you know i get home like six thirty, seven o'clock he gets home after that and he comes in and he's like how was work today dad and i'm like it sucked today, Sam. But nobody got hurt. Nobody got pregnant. It's a good day, man. You know, life is good. What, yeah. How was your day? He's like, it was pretty
0: good, you know. Somebody got pregnant. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Yes, I, I agree with all that. You know, it's uh, it is tough, and I thought I'd do a better job at it. I was talking to my wife this weekend just about, you know, I, I explained to you also like I have anxiety because I've been off yesterday. I'm here today, I'm off the rest of the week, and it's like, I'm anxious. I feel like, I got the fear of missing out. We call it FOMO, right? Like, something's gonna happen, or I'm gonna not, like, I want to be involved, you know what I mean? I want to be impactful, and I was telling my wife that, you know, I'm pretty good at shutting shutting work off when I get home, and she just... <laughs> she, <laughs> she shook her head. She shook her head. Like no, yeah, like, hey, you could be better. <laughs> no, didn't you just
1: answer a phone call on top of the flat irons last weekend?
0: <laughs> yeah, I was on top of the flat irons and I you did know. did take a call, but it seemed like it was gonna be an important one. It was. It was. You know, yeah. Jason Gamage called. He, there's certain people who never call me. Right. And it's like, if the phone rings and I can answer yeah. it, well, why is he calling? You know, there's, there's a problem. Yeah. He's a Night guy, so I thought it was pretty valid for me to answer. I couldn't believe I had service. And then once I knew I had service, I'm like, oh, what's up, Jason? And he wanted to let me know that somebody was casing uh, JR's work truck, you know, and that was an important phone call. Yeah. So, yeah, for yeah, sure. Absolutely. Well, Showtime, you had a <laughs> a big weekend. Speaking of families and I did, and big hearts and stuff like that. Tell us about your experience this past weekend. Well,
2: uh, I guess a little backstory. I I am adopted. My my sister and I are both adopted at birth. I have a twin sister. Uh, yes, I'm the better looking one.
0: I was going to say you guys aren't twins. I saw a picture of the yeah Yeah,
2: she's, she's handicapped. We'll <laughs> leave her alone. <laughs> Whatever. But anyway, she spent the last twenty three years searching out for our biological family and she found our biological mother about 15 years ago but they've since been deceased and Mm. the hardest one was finding our biological father's side because all we had was a last name and through some tracking and private investigators and just my sister you know just pounding the pavement and never giving up she she actually found him wow i got the phone call about oh about a month ago that she'd found him we talked to him and we all went out to Arizona to meet him this weekend. And that's so cool. It was uh, it was a pretty unreal experience. You know, we walk in the room and definitely no DNA test needed. <laughs> right? I you know we all looked alike. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I saw a picture. I'm assuming it was your brother. It was
2: my brother Danny. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wow,
0: that's Rick. You know, yeah, you guys.
2: Yeah. And you didn't know he existed no. either. Well, we knew we didn't know that they were al- that the father was alive, and he is. He's eighty-four years old. Okay. Uh, we knew we had siblings. We knew we had brothers, but we weren't sure how many we had.
3: From from same mom and dad, Rick, or, from or dad, step dad's Okay. Side. Okay. So like biological step, father side. Step siblings, right? Is that uh, what that we'll would have be? the same father, different yeah. mothers. This is well.
0: Rick's brother.
2: Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah my brother danny looks a lot like <laughs> me but no we're we're uh, same father so we were the same bloodline just different mothers gotcha and uh
0: here's a picture of his dad
2: oh very cool <laughs> right so yeah it was it was a great it's great really weekend
1: wish, for sure
2: found out that i actually went to junior high school with my biological sister tracy and i knew her my sister pulled up the yearbook photos and I'm like, I know her. Thank God I didn't date her. <laughs> you know? Wow. That would have been weird. That would have been a full-on Jerry Springer moment, you know? What a
3: trip, Rick. But That's yeah. crazy. Yeah.
2: So it was great to get out there and, you know, meet everybody. And, you know, my sister and brought my niece Haley was out there. Uh, my my best friend Todd came up from, from L.A. You know, I was there when he found, or his biological brother found them. So I thought it was only fitting to bring him out, you know, for my big day. Sure. Not to mention, if I didn't like these people, I had somebody to hang out with the entire weekend. But <laughs> no, it was it was definitely great. Uh, couldn't have asked for a better weekend. I, a lot of questions were answered, and oh yeah, it was awesome. Did you,
3: did you find you have some like similar oh, things, yeah. Rick? Like yeah. like I'm making it up. Like you always click when you swallow, or you know what I mean. Just weird. Weird shit, like you do something with your knuckles or uh,
2: as far as like, like you know, i don 't know like ticks or corks or whatever, yeah, yeah. I never really didn 't really pay that much attention to it. My brother Danny obviously i didn 't get to meet my brother Todd or my my other older brother they weren 't there at the time, but Danny just pretty much everything he did mirrored me,
0: so he has Tourettes as well <laughs> yeah he 's you know strikingly good
2: looking just like me, you know obviously being the younger brother i 'm the best one of them all you know can can 't complain there. But no, I mean, it felt like we had never been separated. And the first five minutes, I felt like I was at home, and wow. like we didn't skip a beat, you know. And huh. all my questions were answered within the first ten minutes. That's cool. Just just listening to these people, and it, it was great. Did he
1: have the same sense of humor that you do, Rick?
2: Uh, you know, I'm the funniest one. I'm I'm a <laughs> down comedian. So, but no, no, he he, yeah, he was he was right there with me yeah Yeah. it it was hard to one-up him because he had to one-up me and how
3: how many years were he and your mom together do you know
2: uh they weren't together very long uh, my my father dated my mother for a couple months he went to see her but she had since left or moved out and no warning no nothing pretty much just ghosted him and Uh, he's like oh, okay you know once went back to work he went he got a a cartoon in the mail or at his company of the peanuts you know Lucy and Charlie Brown with the caption I'm pregnant Charlie Brown but no name no nothing and he didn't think anything of it and just went on with his life he had no idea that we even existed and wow um, so finding him it was a shock to him you know he <laughs> yeah no doubt sure. he was very remorseful he was very uh upset that he felt that he let us down throughout the, the years and it's like yeah you didn't even know we were there how could you, you let choice. us down yeah you know we had a great life we had great parents i love my mom and dad to death my sister we all we had everything we ever wanted and, you know we were well taken care of so
0: how old were you when you were adopted birth oh wow yeah at birth gotcha
2: how cool that your real parents took both you guys
0: yeah
3: you know what i mean jim has a, a really good family friends that uh they couldn't get pregnant for like 10 years and they're like oh, we're gonna adopt you know what i mean there's so many kids out there available and they they were introduced to this very young girl that was pregnant and you know it was definitely not a good scene for her and stuff and they're like yeah we, you know we want your baby you know take care of yourself and then she kind of like fell off the radar And they Mm kind of couldn't locate her. She wasn't going in for the appointments and all of this weird stuff. And, like, this time frame went by. And one night they got a call. And they're like, hey, we found such and such. Do you still want the baby? And they're like, yeah, but we didn't know. She kind of fell off the radar. Is everything okay? Is the baby okay? And they're like, yeah, well, there's kind of a hiccup. (laughs) And they're like, what? And they said, she has twins. Do you want both? And they were like, hell yeah.
2: That was so pretty much the same story with my mom back in 1970 they didn't really have the ultrasounds and everything like you know we have today to tell so my mother uh carol may may she rest in peace uh thought she was only getting one child and then when i was pushed out first i was actually born premature my sister was on top and i was on the bottom and she said you're done brother get out and push me out and (laughs) doctor said hey there's another one in there's another one coming they looked at my mother and she's like i want them both you know, she had names picked up for both of us and mm.
3: oh yeah not knowing it was probably a boy or girl right yeah, yeah. she had uh, yeah.
2: Richard and Rochelle and yeah. she was gonna name whichever one you know wow. was what and so she got to use both
0: of her names and that's so, cool yeah. that is cool the sounds legend, like the rest of the legend is history sounds like you and your sister are super tight we're
2: we're very tight we had a little falling out for a while there I mean we had the, the you know the twin the twinsy moments or feelings like when she gets hurt I feel it you know I'm like she uh she fell down a flight of stairs one time and cracked her melon pretty hard which probably the reason why she is the way she is today but i felt it i had a splitting headache for almost three or four days and i was out of town at the time when that happened and i my mom had called up and said your sister uh is in the hospital and You know, asked how I was doing. I said, well, Mom, I've had this headache. She said, when did the headache start? And I said, about two days ago. And that was the day that my sister fell down the stairs. Wow. Wow. Mm. So I I totally believe in the twins, the twins' connection.
0: She's here in Colorado?
2: No, she's in uh, uh, Belton, Missouri. Okay. You know, my, my father, my stepfather, I call him my father, Jack. He's in Gladstone, Missouri. Okay. So pretty much... They're all out there. I've got some relatives in California still left. But.
0: Gotcha. And what was your sister's name? Rochelle? Rochelle. Nice. Shout out to Rochelle.
2: I call her Shelly,
0: but Shelley? it's Rochelle. Yeah. Nice. Very cool.
2: Yeah, shout out to her. She she went above and beyond on all of this I with no help from me. In fact, I laughed at her the whole time, told her, you're dumb.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Man, I can't believe you had to get private investigators and all that stuff. Now with Ancestry, obviously, people need to do it to mm-hmm. find them, but... Man, at Ancestry.com, man, it's... uh,
2: Well, we only had a last name on our father. It was Stevens. That's it. We uh, didn't have a a first name or anything. So during Ancestry, we did do Ancestry, and it linked us to my niece Nicole, which is Danny's daughter. She was the one that was a direct match to us, and she was the link that actually connected the chain together. So it was Ancestry. So so she was uh, involved
1: in Ancestry as well. She had... Given her saliva and everything.
2: Yeah, I flew out, when I flew out to Missouri a couple of weeks over, July 4th weekend when I took my vacation there, the reason for me going was to give my DNA because the male c- contains the Y chromosome, mm-hmm. which is the strongest link to the father. Mm-hmm. So gotcha. when I got out there and I was getting ready to do it, she says, no, we have a lead, but she didn't want to tell me just yet. And I can't just, I mean, I could have given her my DNA, but then it would have had to have been stored and all that stuff. So we waited, and that was the link. It was Nicole. Gotcha. Very wow. cool.
0: Did you have an extra chromosome when you went? <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, the A for awesomeness chromosome. That, yeah. I was. What does it stand for? <laughs>
0: awesomeness.
2: Uh, Some comedians around. I know this was a comedy podcast. <laughs>
0: Moving on to more serious business. Not more serious than your family, but how's racing season going? If everybody doesn't know, Rick will tell you. <laughs> I'm involved
2: in a, a figure eight racing team out at Colorado National Speedway. And we also have a, a Superstock, which is part of our team. It's the number 15 team. Our driver is Jeremy Wall. He is the six-time Colorado, Nash, Colorado National Speedway figure eight champion. And we also have a one championship in Pueblo that he earned. So total of seven championships we have. This year started off a little slow. We kind of took uh, the first half of the season off. Uh, so we jumped back in, just basically mix up things and take the purse money and, well, to ensure that his brother doesn't win because it's a brother rivalry between the two of them. You know, I mean, Jared Wall and Jay. And
0: oh, Jared.
2: Jared Wall. Well, Jason Wall, our old mechanic here, right. he also races with them. It's our team's wall-to-wall racing. Gotcha. So we're doing pretty good. Uh, we've got a really big race coming up September 24th. I hope everybody can come out to us, our outlaw figure eight race, and we're racing with big boys all over the country. Coming in from the east coast, the west coast, uh, there's going to be about 27, 28 cars for a 100 lap main event. Uh, we built a $45,000 race car to win five grand. I still haven't figured that one out, but <laughs> <laughs> sounds like
3: racing, baby.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: throw away everything. And so, you, you know, it, it's, that's been going pretty good. You know, nice, it's just huh? fun every Saturday night.
0: Awesome. And Rick, you're a 13 year vet, you are. <laughs> What number two in seniority right I'm now? Number two now, thank you, you, Dennis. Now that Dennis is gone, <laughs> what's what's kept you here for thirteen years,
2: Rick? Uh, the fact that Jim and Dave haven't fired me yet. Kind of kind of seen how far this is going to go. Dave, Dave, what's kept Rick here <laughs> for
3: thirteen years? <laughs> I I can tell you that Jim, I I honestly can. So Rick is one of those guys that like like all of us, right? We learn from things, experiences we have, and stuff, and one of rick's greatest attributes and this is this is going back to a story way back rick oh god way back man you were in in the old double i think it was 20 right the yeah, sleeper the truck sleeper yeah truck, with yeah. the red and white on it so you had you were let's face it you were kind of one of those hard chargers right when you started <laughs> you were like i'm not gonna let that guy over i'm not gonna let that guy around me whatever the case may be and i maybe i'm painting a bad picture but no, the basis of the story is. One day down here, and I think it was on 58th and I-25, mm-hmm. uh, a pickup was getting on and had a horse trailer. and uh, Rick just didn't want to let that guy on. <laughs> that, that's it in a nutshell, but the guy wasn't like doing it the best that he could, right? Actually, was it a guy? It doesn't matter. Yeah, it was it a guy. Yeah. It, yeah. So anyway, needless to say, the horse trailer came over and hit the front of Rick's truck, right? And they spent, I don't know. Hour hours. on the side of the road, right? Needed a bumper, you know, needed to go to the body shop, get the fender fixed. And the other person got the ticket, right? They were yeah. they were in the wrong. They did, they did wrong. But what I went over with Rick and, and all of us at the time is like, hey, you know, could you have lifted on the throttle? You know, could you have hit the brakes? And, you know, this was back at a time when, well, I couldn't get over. There was nothing I could do. <laughs> you know what I mean? There were cars next to me. I couldn't change lanes. Yeah. But... We could have lifted on the throttle. We could have jaked. We could have tapped a brake. You know, we could have just slowed that little bit. You know, the things that are just second nature now. And it was through that experience that that you know Rick grew so much and identified that problem. And he's never had a problem since like that. And I guess it's incidents like that, Jam, that that's the reason Rick is here. You know what I mean? He's human, just like the rest of us. None of us are perfect. And being able to see that experience and it not happen to him five more times. Right. This is a guy you need on your team. You know what I mean? He's, yeah. He can take and share that. You know, uh, he can go to a new guy that, that might be aggressive like that back in the day and go, hey, listen, this happened to me. And, you know, all I had to do was lift on the throttle and it literally wouldn't have costed me one second. But no, I was, I was without my truck for a week and a half because it had to go to the body shop. I lost a load because I was on the side of the road. You know, I didn't get a ticket because it wasn't my fault, but I could have prevented it. You know, that's back where you go to the criteria where is this a preventable accident or not? It was 110,000 million percent preventable, right? Mm-hmm. Even though it wasn't your fault. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and those are the things, those are situations that's kept Rick here, right? you know, and, and that's one story that I can think of. But yeah, I mean, he's he's got so much valuable experience and, and his willingness to share it and all of those things is just, that's what makes Rick great. Yeah, yeah I,
2: I had it on my notes here, you know, Jim and Dave, just the the way they've gone above and beyond to teach me instead of just they were more uh proactive instead of reactive you know they could have fired me a million times over and i and i realize this and i recognize that but the thing about you know jim and dave is when they see something that's good they're all in they'll jump all in both feet and they're gonna do everything they can to make you a better person and they've made me a hundred times better driver since the first day i walked in here i walked in here thinking i knew everything and no god no <laughs> i'm right. still,
0: still learning stuff right I, every day <laughs> I mean, every too-
2: day i learned something you know yeah
0: and you've done a lot here i mean you've you've been a trainer before right
2: trainer yeah but you ran a
0: boker mm-hmm. you ever run a rock tub for us
2: uh no but yeah. i i have ran a rock tub just filling in filling a couple in. times and you know but yeah. never solid Yeah
0: it hasn't all been peaches and cream though like i know you've been frustrated before have you ever thought about quitting or leaving jfw uh,
2: you know yes and no i mean yes i've thought about quitting everybody has you know it's like well my reasons for wanting to leave is just because i don't i'm, I'm getting older mm. you know and i don't have it in me to run like these new guys i see these new drivers coming in here and they're running and they're running it's like i used to do that right but now you know I'm 52 years old. I, I'm just kind of slowing down. I slowed my pace down a little bit. It's not sure. that I can't do it, Just beats you but out. I don't have the longevity to do it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's easier
3: now, though, too, Rick. With and I'm not saying to run yeah. harder. Just at that pace, I mean, it's we've made it easier, or mm. technology has made it easier. It's made it better. I mean, the automated transmissions, the trucks, the ride, the all of that. I mean, it's better than
2: 13 years ago, right? It is, I, I, although I don't share your same philosophy with the automated transmission. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the old school guy where I shifted. But, you know, it, it does have a lot of nice features to it that I probably wouldn't give up. You know, as much right. as I want to sit here like I'm Billy Bigrigger, you know, I want to hit 13 gears. I don't think I'd give up my
0: automatic. So, yeah, I was going to ask you, when you come in from, a, let's just say, one of those longer days or even a good day, and you park your truck, you're, you're like, man, I wish I could have been shifting all day long. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wish my
2: arm was sore, my
3: leg
0: clutched,
3: <laughs> my, clutch. <Your> <laughs> my knee. What, I think the biggest misconception about those automatic transmissions is you still need to drive that truck. Right. And what I mean by that is you still have these situations where you need to shift it. You need to take it out of automatic. You need to put it in manual. Mm-hmm. You need to upshift it. You need to downshift it. You need to lock it. You know what I mean? You yeah. need. And, you're still thinking. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I think the bulk of people, and 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 because we say it, well, it's automatic. It should just do it like your car. But you still need to drive that right. truck, right? Correct. So that's what mm-hmm. you're getting at, right, Rick? Yeah,
2: exactly. And, you know, I get friends that, like like my, my brothers and my dad, they're truck drivers, too. And, oh, you drive an automatic. And it's like, you know... If i put my truck other than the fact that it's way newer than yours side by side and you closed your eyes you wouldn't tell that mine's not automatic it shifts like a manual it sounds like you can hear the the gear drop the pin drop you can hear the high low range it revs up it revs down you can't tell from the outside that that's an automatic truck you know so but
3: i mean it and that's another part of the connotation that people get confused on they're not technically automatics. They're AMTs. Right. They're automated, automated manual, manual transmissions. transmissions. Correct. So, yeah. You just don't have a clutch pedal to push in because a motor does that. And you don't have a lever to shift because a motor does that. Exactly.
0: So, so wait, you said your bio family's truck drivers?
2: Yeah, yeah. My brother, Todd, <laughs> is an over-the-road driver. He owns his own truck. He's in Indiana. Um, Danny and my pop, they drove for a while. My pop was originally a pilot for Xerox. He flew a corporate jet for them. And then when he retired from that, he got into trucking. They bought a truck, and Danny and him went out trucking. So, yeah, to be a truck driver, I mean, that was one of the questions that was answered. It's like, wow, I do have trucking blood in me. Because huh. <laughs> you know, I come from a military family, but I'm the only truck
0: driver. you know. Oh, huh, that's interesting. That is cool. That is cool. So, Rick, how many more years do you think we got you for? Yeah,
2: you know, it's, it's funny you asked that. Back in the day when I started here, I had set a goal for myself of 20 years. Oh, wow. You know, and because and I, just an unrealistic goal because I never kept a job very long. I think uh, before I started here, the longest I was with the company was six years, and that was Ralph Martinez. Oh, wow. And I came here, and, and then the years just kept clicking by and clicking by, and, you know, I was just having such a good time here learning and the people. And honestly, this company has changed every single year mm-hmm. for the better. You know, I mean, we've added trucks and buildings and equipment and just Uh, it's unreal to start off here with 20 drivers and now be up close pushing 100 105 drivers you know so it's just it's weird yeah but twenty years is the goal I set I could go higher, but everybody says, Oh, Dennis did this and if Stingray would have stayed, it's like, no, I'm going consecutive. Right. There's no <laughs> leaving and coming back. Yeah. Right. Not uh, taking any of those guys, but So
0: did you come direct from Ralph Martinez? I did. Okay. And did you own your were you the did you have your own towing company before that? I thing? did.
2: I, I had a tow company uh, out of Denver for a while and some things went south with that and I ended up stepping back from it and it did eventually go under. So I, I did a little towing for a while, and then you know I went into trucking, just at Ralph Martinez. I ran into one of their drivers, and they said they're hiring. And I went down there and talked to him. Well, I was up at the drag strip because we drag raced up there. Wow. Worked with them for a while. I really ultimately I wanted to go to JFW. I saw the trucks first, but I figured, yeah, oh, I got to get. I've never hauled dirt before. I got to nice. get some experience, you know. And. So I ran into uh, Mark, old two to two Mark. Some of those guys, do to do. He actually man. put a word in for me, and I, had I had known his reputation in his company, I probably wouldn't have gone with him. <laughs> but it, it all panned out. I got in here, and you know, just a few few speed bumps along the way, but it never looked back. And I'm glad I made that decision, and glad Jim and Dave never decided to fire me.
0: Huh. Well, we're glad you didn't quit either, Rick. Absolutely. <laughs> what's uh, what's the next thing you'd like to see here at JFK?
2: Uh, an Arizona terminal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's hard to say what I want to see because everything that I've wanted here is is pretty much coming to fruition. You right. know, what I mean, we're just we're saying it's so technologically advanced as far as a, a local dirt hauling company, quote unquote, mm-hmm. is. I mean, you look at any of these other companies out here, they don't have half the stuff we have. Right. They don't have three quarters of the stuff we have. Right. You know, and which I think makes us top notch, makes us the cream of the crop, the best in the field, you know? Sure.
0: I got it. And what would you say the biggest lesson that you've learned in the last 13 years is?
2: Uh, probably patience. I've learned to be a more patient person, you know, and to slow down, to not think that this is a race you know it's not how fast i can get these loads done it's how productive i can do it and how steady i mean steady wins the race it's back to the old tortoise and the hare you know steady right. wins the race a lot
3: of people don't know that story rick no, i've tried telling no. it several times so I've a lot learned, of people don't know that story you know
2: i've learned that firsthand i i am i used to tell my trainees like 90 percent of the rules were here because of me <laughs> you know i used to bend them break them push them and there'd be another rule it's like uh-huh. Just slow down, take your time, do your just do your job. The loads will be there. You know, and right. if you miss a load during the day, hey, don't worry about it. It's not gonna make or break you. You might make it up tomorrow or the next day, you know. And just quit worrying about that bottom dollar and that getting as many loads as you can get. Just do what you can do. Nice catch I'm not gonna comment on that one, Dave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, Rick.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's funny because uh, brother Dave just told me the other day I, I had a little problem with my daughter and he says well cool you got a leader on your hands i'm like what he's like yep leaders break rules so <laughs> you must be a leader too then right
2: no it's just i, I pushed the rule i pushed the envelope i i took the rules to the, to the right. maximum
0: consistency and efficiency yep. that's what that's, that's, that's what, what it boils me. down to kind of work every day holy loads you're gonna do well i'll be driving
2: yeah. down the highway i'll get a truck blowing past me in the left lane and, I get up to the light when we get off on the ramp, and there he is, a truck in front of me. I just laugh. I want to grab the... instinct tells me to grab the microphone and say something, but Dave White on my shoulder says, <laughs> He'll learn. <Let> go. <laughs> you will know? learn. You've said
3: that for years, Rick. <laughs> <laughs>
2: just kind of chuckle. You know, it's uh, like, how did that get you? But, but yeah. wasted feel, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, once you realize that, even in your personal cars, that's like, once you realize all that shucking and jiving doesn't get you anywhere. Uh, you know, <clears> when I,
3: does that set in? You know what I mean? Because it is totally... Well, I, I was about to say that is an age thing, and mm-hmm. there are yeah. young people that have that knack, you know what I mean there and we have some here for yeah. sure, but I mean, I feel like for those because I was the same way, you know what I mean? I was like, gotta go, let's yeah. go, you know if even, you could,
0: even when you didn't have to go, we're going, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. exactly, you know, and it, it obviously, you know, and I'm not putting these words in your mouth, Rick, <laughs> but I mean with age comes that wisdom yeah, right agree. where yeah, hey go dude just go have fun and yeah. i'll meet you up there at the next intersection because it's going to be a red light and odds are i'm probably going to go
2: through it because There's i'm timing be five, it five six trucks in front of <laughs> yeah, us when we get exactly. there you know but yeah, yeah. No, i'd say within the last five or so five or so years is when it actually set in yeah and i get this on the race team because i pull the race car i'm the hauler driver and they sit there and say i drive like a grandma well first on it and the track's not going anywhere it's in the same spot <laughs> right? we're still going to wait in the same line when we get there you know i mean you know and it's my license. You
0: no, know what's funny is uh, I was leaving Estes a few weeks ago, and my wife calls. She's like, "Hey, I have a I found a table you could pick up in Loveland on your way back." I'm like, "Oh, great!" <laughs> <laughs> right, but it's a glass table, like uh, for the patio. And the glass on those patio tables, I mean, you know, they're kind of frosted. Right. They're not very thick. Right. Little backstory: She brought one home and the glass broke. Oh, so this was like she she wanted a table. Yeah, The pressure's on. I was going to get it right. <laughs> yeah, so I picked this table up and I did it the best way I could, and I felt like it was supported in the middle. Blah blah blah. But I'm creeping home. You know, I'm 55 on the highway and I'm really going slow on the on the secondaries because potholes pot and stuff yeah. like
3: that. Hey, 47th worst roads in the nation.
0: That's right, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, the best ride on the highway, right? I barely had to slow down. Yep. But the cars that were zipping by me, like I was catching them, and then they were going, and I was yeah. And then I don't think I hit a light the whole time on the secondaries. It uh, was it was wonderful. Nice. I was like, oh, just got to drive like you got a glass table in the back. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cadillac with glass laid, table. Cadillac, and him.
1: you're hurrying you hit every red light oh yeah. yeah and when you're
3: early you're you're going slow to kill time and you make every single one yep, yep. yeah yep.
0: yeah and that's the key to not having to go is being yeah. prepared and leaving on time yeah
3: so the important part of that story did you get the table home is a glass oh yeah was it a successful mission
0: oh yeah 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 i hey. cut i cut my finger i had to stop at uh ace hardware and get some ratchet straps and i was i was like you got a scissor i could borrow the lady's like yeah but they're not very sharp cut one of the ties on it and cut the tip of my (laughs) finger i'm like it's working
3: (laughs) it's kind of funny you mentioned that i just envisioned broken glass or whatever right jim well down here as you're going west on 56 just before you like make that kind of left and go under 270 did you happen to see all that white stuff i did not somebody lost a whole sheet of marble white marble it's all broken yeah like they i'm making it up you guys like it was on a flatbed truck and they didn't they forgot to tie it or something because you know how when they deliver the marble countertops that is a whole section of white and it flipped right there and hit the guardrail and the concrete barrier where you go under, and that marble is just everywhere. Uh, I'll have to yeah. look. Yeah. Yeah. The it's everybody. just like, Good thing there wasn't. <laughs> somebody just spent some money.
0: Yeah. They're lucky they didn't kill somebody, though. Right? So, you know, yeah. 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 I'll take someone out.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It would have been horrible if one of those homeless people were there that are always there. Right. Yeah. They're gone. They're yeah. They street. cleared them out. Yeah. Well, now they're kind of, they're, they're still there but they're kind of trying to hide, I think, Dave. Because right.
1: they got the construction going on there on the yeah. opposite corner where yeah. they moved to now, farther down Sand Creek. Well, like or? when
3: I just came back, one of them has three shopping baskets, literally under 270 on the inside uh, of the concrete sure, barrier sure. there. Yeah. yeah, so I think he's sleeping under the bridge up there or whatever. But mm. I mean, there were only like three people in that camp. Uh, Anytime I went past, I, I never saw more than three people, maybe four. How do they accumulate that much stuff? Right. Yeah, like, they're know. the hardest working people I've ever met. Wouldn't it just be easier to get a job and pay rent?
0: You would think so. There's you probably some, other, so. yeah. there's probably some other issues. Holding them oh, back.
3: I'm sure there's yeah. some issues, yeah. yeah between
0: drugs yeah. and mental health. And, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know if you guys know that, but we've talked about it amongst ourselves. That one company there called Bico, they were all behind it. hmm and then a month went by, and they were moved. Commerce City showed up and moved them to the other side of the highway, to the other <laughs> side of 56th, right? Same side of the highway, but the other side of 56th. Well, one side is Commerce City property. So Commerce City couldn't do a thing because when they moved them to the other side, that was dot property. Uh. So I have a buddy that works for Commerce City, and I just called him two weeks ago, and I said, Craig, what's the deal? You know, I mean, you guys just moved the homeless from one side to the other. And he goes, it's dot property, Dave. I can't do a thing about it. But mm-hmm. he said, we're working on it. He said, we just got it. He said, dot, they're doing so much other cleanup. They don't have time to, to get them out of there, to roust them out of there. And I'm like, oh, okay. And he said, but we're working on an IGA, an intergovernmental agreement, that we can go in, charge dot for it. And then you know we'll do the cleanup. Mm. So obviously that went on. So they're they're out of there. But I just mentioned to him like, dude, you have this homeless encampment right across the street from one of your park areas to get on your beautiful Sand Creek Trail. Right. He's like, I know, Dave. He goes, it's bad. Right. So yeah.
0: Yeah, probably the worst I've seen is over by MHC. I mean, not anymore, but it got it was like a city over there. Where, Jim? Over by MHC. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah God, by, that
3: was terrible. Super Dave. You said they're putting in a fence now or oh. something. Right, Dave?
1: <clears throat> it's been done for about three weeks, maybe four weeks, tops. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's beautiful. And I noticed just last Friday when I was doing a drive through over there, a car has gone through it on the other side <laughs> of Monaco. <laughs> <laughs> Knocked down about six posts, oh, man. Oh, wow. It
3: wow, just
0: sucks. Yeah, I mean, it, it is open. Like, it's not a fence. Yeah. Like, it's got to be open because the car's got to go through Quebec, right? Yeah. But it is a brand new chain link fence, Ah, you know?
3: What a drag, man. Yeah. they,
0: They had a whole city there. They had a bicycle repair shop and yeah it was.
3: where do they get that many bikes i don't know it's don't just know. not safe to leave your bike out because man them guys got to be taking them left and right i don't know
0: where they, they get just them have from, to be but, yeah yeah it's, it's a thing
3: i laugh because i i would tell jim and i've told you guys man you'd go past this encampment down here before they moved it they were always bent over working on a bike they had the tannest cracks you've ever seen <laughs> like it was like just a piece of shoe leather smiling at you when you went
1: by you're uh, just like what, what was that who buys <laughs> those bikes I mean, I other think, homeless people, maybe. I, I
3: guess. I don't know
0: that yeah. the way that they are collected. I don't know that they're selling them. It just yeah. seems like that's their thing. Yeah, They got bikes.
3: I guess I just. Where does that stuff come
1: from? I don't know. I, yeah, it's bizarre. Walmart
2: parking lot, Seven <laughs> Eleven, right? wherever you leave your bike to right? run in the store. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, your driveway.
2: Yeah, my my
0: front yard. <laughs> you know, yeah, your backyard. <laughs> yeah.
3: When are we going to be harder on any of that stuff? I mean, is that well? Am I just that jerk that? I mean, it says we need to be harder on that stuff, or
0: I'd probably be pretty hard if somebody stole a bike out of my backyard.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, I just heard that Denver has actually finally cracked down on the on all the homeless. They're oh, they're right. finally tired of the encampments, the homeless, the and mm-hmm. they're finally like rebelling. Huh. the The people are of Denver. They're like something's got
2: to be done. Yeah, it so seems buy like all a bus tickets and send them to California. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know the old saying an eye for an eye if you get caught stealing something they cut off your finger the next time you get caught they cut off your hand
2: you well, know? i don't think we should get violent super dave <laughs> jeez <laughs> i'm all for <laughs> it maybe they'd <laughs> stop
3: <laughs> i'm all for it man that's it, what they do yeah, in like see. the arabic countries it right is, there's yeah. like zero theft over no there no tolerance yeah uh-huh. yeah, yeah.
2: I just think the country's just made it so easy for that to happen, you know. Oh yeah. They're making tax-free money sitting on the on the curb making 20, 30 bucks an hour tax-free. You know, if you get 20 cars to give you a dollar. So tax-free money. And I know a lot of them probably are running into some legal problems and you know, the minute they get a real job, they're t- they're just garnished, you know, tax problems, sure, child support, sure, whatever. So far down, yeah, they so,
1: won't even bother with it anymore yeah. because yeah, they don't They just soon collect the money and
2: live under a bridge yeah, yeah, the, the but I don't think I'd do it in Colorado it was too cold I'd go to Florida or someplace warm you know uh, well I mean I, mean, I see him in the snow it's like geez I'm cold in my house why are you are cold out here right you know
0: yeah. but, well I had a pastor who used to say we're all one bad decision away from blowing up our entire lives <laughs> so I, I couldn't agree with that wow <laughs> yeah
3: I would yeah. hope yeah. one decision wouldn't cause that
0: yeah, it depends well, how bad that decision uh, is. what's yeah. decision
3: you know yeah uh, huh.
2: too much
0: crazy rick you got anything else before we move on anything else you want to discuss
2: uh no you know it's just you know i I just reading these questions and trying to put an answer to them you know is what i'd say and then all of a sudden it comes to me at the end you know yeah it's just you know my time here at jfw has just been such an unreal experience you know i've learned a lot about not only myself personally but the way i am as a driver you know and having a crew and a a support group on my side that that, I, that could answer any question from a personal question all the way down to a work-related question you know i mean i remember when my wife was sick i would call jim at 2 o'clock in the morning, or you know, just hypothetically at two o'clock, and the thing I did. But he always answered the phone, and I always yeah. got the best advice. Dave, if I wanted a brutally honest answer, I'd just go to Dave. <laughs> you know, when I really wanted to be told I was wrong in a polite way, i just go to Dave. Wait, <laughs> you know? you're not, you're not, I'm glad to know I did it in a polite way. Yeah, that's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's it's great, and I, I encourage everybody to learn as much as they can here because yeah. it's just such a wealth of knowledge. and if you ever leave jfw you'd be a way better person
0: yeah and i've heard you on the radio rick you know you have your moments where you are trying to guide people and help them You yeah, know i don't what I mean know who and that guy is when you when you do do that you do spit some really good knowledge so
2: i try I, you know I, I i back away from the radio a lot because you know nine times out of ten there's 15 guys trying to key up and talk and right I don't want to get on there and say, well, you're all wrong. You know, this is the way you should do it because right. it's an opinion. It's just my experience. But Sure. Yeah,
0: I like it. Well, I have one question from the audience, and it was more of a suggestion box idea. But Troy Hunt wanted to know if we could have a penalty-free sick day. Um, and what he means by that is right now everything's pretty black and white. You call off, you're sick. You get disqualified from your percentage bump for the week and also your pto for the month that's just how it is and the more black and white that is the more i enjoy it because i don't have to play god and decide who has a valid reason for being off and not either here or you're not and these aren't these are the the percentage bump and uh, pto those are things that are earned not lost so to me it's just better black and white but Troy's bringing up the point. If you got a guy or a girl or an employee that has had no unapproved time off and he used a period of six months or a year and that person calls off or comes in late or something, can there be just an unpaid day without a disqualification? So I think that's something that we can yeah, consider. Good question. And I may or may have not done that in the past for somebody that's. Never been late, never called out, and they're 30 minutes late one day. That person may have got a break. So, yeah, that's something we could bring up in our next steering committee meeting and see what we could do. Yeah. Really good question. Yep. And then safety topic of the week, Rick, we're going to kick it back to you. What's your biggest safety concern?
2: My biggest safety concern is is uh, following distance and stopping distance. Mm-hmm. I see it all too many times driving up and down I twenty five and Highway eighty five. Guys rushing, you know, to get to that light, and you know as well as I do that light's going to turn red the minute you get up on it. it. Even though we talk about stale lights and you know watch the the signals, it never fails. You get twenty feet from that light, it's going to turn. Uh, A little statistic that I came up with last week is the stopping distance, what it takes at 40 miles an hour, it takes one second per every 10 feet of vehicle that you have. So our trucks are roughly, what, 75 feet long or 70 feet long or something like that. That's seven and a half seconds at 40 miles an hour to actually stop that truck at 80,000 pounds. We don't haul just 80,000. We haul 85, 90, 92. So you're looking at a good 25 seconds, 30 seconds to actually stop that truck at 40 miles an hour. Not to mention at 55, 60, 70 miles an hour. You know, I mean, it's just slow down, give it, give it that space. Yeah, we all know that car is going to jump in front of us. Just anticipate it. It's going to come in there. Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, following distance is my pet peeve, and when I see it, it just drives me crazy. But I used to be that guy, too. You asked, when does that change? And just this morning coming into work, I mean, there's a car in the left lane, and then this other car just rolls up on him and is just pushing them. The right lane's open but he wants the other car in the right lane. He's he's not moving mm-hmm. over. She's not moving over and I'm just like, "Man, when do, when does that change?" I don't know. I don't know.
1: You uh mentioned to me first thing. He goes, "You said this morning, Jim, wow, there wasn't much traffic today." Right. I didn't have anything like that this morning. It was the chillest, smoothest <laughs> just kick, you know, kick back kind of drive in. I loved it. I yeah. thought, man, it's going to be a good day today. It's it
2: because they were all
1: I thought in you front said there me. was no traffic.
0: Yeah, it was clear. There wasn't traffic. It was me and two other cars. In the, <laughs> <like> one <laughs> the and One other car was racing. Good. Yeah. And well, one car was racing. The other one was just going to work. <laughs> I'm,
2: just, I'm just imagining how many of our guys are out there going to be screaming, because they're all in front of me right now. <laughs> right. Know, they're all over here.
3: Yeah. As I look at 270 stopped. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, I wonder why it was light this morning. Maybe people are calling off or... Late starts because
2: yeah, of the holiday weekend.
0: Something. Who knows? Not us. We're here doing the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> Soup, you got a high road haul for us? I
1: do. I do. <clears throat> so, what is customer service and why is it important? Right? We talk about the customers all the time. Not only... Outside customers, but inside customers, internal customers. Uh, When talking about restaurants, we have all said the same thing. The food was good, but the service was terrible, right? Millennials and baby boomers can be very different, but they are similar on one thing, service. People will come back to the same product, the same place, or even the same person, regardless of price, if they receive that extra care, that personal touch, that great customer service. We've all experienced bad customer service from an employee who doesn't care, doesn't like their job, their company, their boss or their station in life. They make sure everyone they meet feels their pain. We've all tried to reach out for assistance and got voicemail, the wrong department, hung up on or if we were lucky enough to speak with someone they rarely follow up or follow through as promised. We all get frustrated with these experiences. We live in a world where technology has made us more efficient at the cost of our personal servicing skills we can pull up figures and generate comparable reports on our computers and tablets but we aren't providing you service with a personal touch to help you make a decision i like to talk about the two types of customers internal and external internal is someone in your company your family or someone else close to you External is anyone who doesn't have a vested interest in you or your agenda. Isn't it true that essentially anyone could be a customer? Your mother, your father, your wife, daughter, son, friend, casual acquaintance, a boss, a coworker, or an employee of another company? The list is endless. Virtually anyone you wish to be kind to, respectful to, affectionate to, professional to, or any interaction that you desire to have a positive outcome Those people could be your customers. And here are seven characteristics of customer service strengths. Empathy. Empathy is the ability to understand an individual's feelings and where they're coming from. When a customer is facing a problem, for example, displaying empathy involves understanding what they're going through and taking the time to express concern. Problem solving. Problem solving is the ability to find a solution to a difficult issue or situation. It involves identifying a problem, understanding the cause of the issue, finding a solution, and taking actionable steps to remedy the problem. Communication skills. Communication skills are the ability to convey a message either verbally or through writing. While this skill is important in all industries, it is especially important regarding customer service because this is how you and your customers interact. Patience. Patience is a person's ability to endure difficult circumstances without frustration, anger, or other negative emotions. This is particularly important when you have to deal with an angry person and it allows you to resolve issues more effectively. And I talk about that being the four-wheeler with you in traffic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's your customer out there, right? You've got to have patience with that, <coughs> with that four-wheeler. Um, active listening skills. Active listening skills involves fully concentrating and focusing on what someone is saying. This shows people that you care. Positive attitude. Positive attitude is a state of mind in which an individual looks at things favorably or with optimism. When people are happy and project positive energy, it leaves a good impression of your business and yourself. Quick response time. The characteristic involves responding to an issue or circumstance in a timely manner. When employees have a quick response time, it shows they're respectful of a customer's time. However you handle an interaction with a customer, it boils down to how you want to be perceived by the other person, people, company, or organization, and how you care for that outcome. What do you want to accomplish? You should be aware of their needs and their wants, as well as your own. And the quote this week is, always do your best, What You Plant Now, You Will Harvest Later. And that's by Og Mandino. He's an American author from 1923 to 1996. His books have sold over 50 million copies. Wow, What You Plant
3: Now. Love that.
1: Yep. You Will Harvest Later. Yeah.
3: Gosh, that's a good one. That is really a good one, Dave. Love it.
1: You know, and that customer service, and I, I want everybody, I got off on this tangent because Not because I want customer service. I wasn't thinking about it at a restaurant or, you know, somebody waiting on me at a store or anything. It's more about how you treat people every day, you know, um, how you want to be perceived. Are you a jerk? Are you, you know, a good guy? You know, are you somebody that they appreciated that interaction with and you, you came away with it in a, you know, a good positive energy? I think everybody wants that in every interaction that you go through yeah. every day. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah That is that is such a
3: good point, Dave. I hit a quick little story. You know, you kind of talk about that customer service and stuff. And with it being Labor Day weekend, my wife and I's schedule is just kind of crazy. I mean, we both work a lot of hours. Our son' crazy schedule and stuff like that. So we're not always prepared, like with food at our house. You know what I mean? We, my wife and I always joke. it's like, we need a wife. <laughs> you know? Someone to like, go get this stuff or have food there, have dinner ready, you know? So anyway, at this weekend on Sunday, I'm like,, I want some country-style pork spare ribs. When I grew up, we never ate baby backs. Like our dad would make the country-style pork spare ribs. and we had, we had a function like Saturday night. We had a function Sunday night, had our, my parents over uh, yesterday, but anyway, Sunday night on the way back from this, this, well, kind of another deal we came from, just an FYI for, for any sports enthusiasts, We had a friend who owns Colorado Tap House. Him and his wife just built it. It's a new business for him over in Arvada. But he turned 55 on Saturday, and he celebrated by getting a bunch of his buddies together, turned 55, ran 55 miles, and drank yeah. 55 ounces. That was his his triple 55 is what yeah. he called it, right? <laughs> so anyway, we're on our way home from that. He made it in all the heat and all that I how'd you do it was rough man I had to shower and like go over there and buy some alcohol and listen to the band and yeah it was it was rough jam I was pretty tired I was exhausted at the end of the night so anyway back to my story I'm like Janet I'm gonna stop at King Supers. you know it's almost 10 o'clock on Sunday night and I'm like are they still open you know anyway we run in and There's like one package with three of the lamest ribs. I mean, they almost look like dog bones. (laughs) You know what I mean? We used to feed our dog better dog bones than this. And I'm like, I asked the butcher because, well, someone was still behind the counter at 10 o'clock. She was like, no, we don't have any. And I'm like, all right. So I went home. Next morning, we wake up. We're sitting there on the couch. And I'm like, hey, Safeway's open down the street. I'm just going to call because we're getting spare ribs this weekend. And I'm cooking them. And this is just going to happen, right? You know, so. I call Safeway. They transfer me to the meat department. I get Jeff's name. Right? Jeff goes. Yes, we do. We have plenty. And I'm like, okay. I'm just making sure. Not baby backs. You have country style pork spare ribs. Like, like, like. I, I don't I, even know what that is. I gotta know, right? That they have these, right? So anyway, I just think they're way better than baby backs. What? Jim. What
0: are? What's the difference? I, I mean, it's they, just the
3: way they're cut. Size. You know. They're, yeah, they're much bigger than. They are. Yeah. Way bigger. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're. I don't know. Would you just I don't and even know do how you buy describe, them. They're like a ribeye, but the bone is in the back. Mm. You know what yeah, I mean? Okay. So generally, right? Gotcha. I, I'm probably wrong here, but I think they actually take and cut a pork shoulder and call it that. I just think they have way better flavor, Jim. Gotcha. Well, they have bones.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they'll do the rib they, bones. They they'll just, do bone and boneless. I mean, I've yeah, seen them yeah. boneless. Yeah, I, I too, like yeah. the
3: bone, but anyway. Yeah. So this guy's like, yeah, we got them. And I'm like, oh, you know, it just... It was like, ah, cool. Let's go get them, you know. So an hour later, we're there at the store, cruise in. That was really all we needed, right? Think, oh, we'll snag a few other things. I cruise up. There's like none. There isn't one package there. Ugh. And I'm like, the, the, the fight, the inner fight is brewing in me. You know what I mean? You're already pissed off. Like, wait a minute. So I ask the gal at the counter. I'm like, hey, I called Jeff this morning, 60 minutes ago. He says, you got plenty of these. And She's like, okay, I'll go in the back and check I'm standing there and pretty soon I'm here on the loudspeaker. Jeff to counter twenty-six? Jeff to counter twenty-six? <laughs> I'm like, there's a start <laughs> right? Jeff better get his ass back here and produce some country style pork spare ribs. Wow. So anyway, sure enough, I see this guy coming back and he walks up and he goes, Here's a package. And I don't know, there was like five in there, and I'm like, he says, Is that enough? And I'm like, No, can I have two more packages? <laughs> you know, and He's like, yeah, I'll be right back. And, I mean, you watched him, like, through the window. He fired up his band saw and, like, burp, burp, like cut. Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, he comes out, and I'm like, I've got, like, at least 15 ribs now. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And they're they're slabs of meat, right? Yeah. They're just awesome. And it was just so cool, right? Like, I spent the time and called. He was still there. Mm-hmm. Customer serviced me up, you know. But in the interim, me thinking, like, we're not going to have him. And I spent the time and called. You know, in my head, I worked through being pissed off. You know, what am I going to say to these people? And it was all good. It all worked out.
0: You just used to being disappointed. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, I mean, it isn't it, that today. It kind of you have to expect that, I yeah. guess, Jam. Right? Which is sad. Yeah,
2: sounds to me like you avoided a full-on Karen moment.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do know, man. I, those ribs. I was like, my my wife. She's like, well, let's just get some steaks. I'm like, I don't want any steaks. Huh. I want some country-style pork spare ribs. And it's it's like a thing. You know, I'm sure everyone has that thing from childhood. You know what I mean? Where it's that, that food group or a memory or whatever. And yeah. I just remember this time of year, that barbecue, you had those. I was even able to score the old original craft, uh, original barbecue sauce. And, man, there is like... Like, you almost have some little crisp ends on the ribs, mm. and then you put That's the barbecue what they sauce call
1: on them. Comfort food, Dave. Oh, Dave, I was comforting you know? my ass off
3: yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> I called mom and dad down, and then we boiled some fresh corn, and it was just like, I'm telling you, that, you cr- that barbecue sauce, I didn't screw around with a smoker, man, right on the grill like we <laughs> used to, Jam. It was just, it took me about an hour. They were, they were phenomenal you know because that that barbecue sauce with yeah. a little bit of sweetness it crystallizes mm. or uh not crystallizes uh caramelizes caramelizes oh, thank sure. you dave yeah and um it was just i'm telling you i dialed it in it was it was nice. phenomenal did,
2: did you go really old school and had that round charcoal weber no i have a gas Jeez. grill Jeez. You're right.
3: you are if i had one i would have done hey, it i on got there. one yeah i absolutely yeah. have one yeah some. We have one up at the up at the cabin. Yeah, Sometimes it's you just need
2: that Kingsford fuel smell yes. to your hamburger yes. patty in order to <laughs> yeah. bring it back to childhood. Yeah. It, it makes <laughs> yeah. a difference, right? Exactly.
1: Doesn't that smell you know, good when you you just juice it up and you light yeah. it, and then you, you, I, I you realize, don't have any food on it yet. Right. You just smell the barbecue. Yeah, <laughs> right. I realize <laughs> right? as I got Love
2: older, it. I don't like the taste of the Kingsford lighter fluid. <laughs> well, you got to <laughs> eat that When I was a freak. kid, I ate like <laughs> 20 of them. That's like gasoline.
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that is pretty rough, yeah
2: yeah so so
3: back to the final thoughts you know about customer service dave what a what a great point there and i have written here for labor day weekend and how hard all of our people work and you know i've said it before and it sounds so corny but we touched on it earlier in the podcast how many flipping great people we have yeah you know it was it you know and again more more stories you guys but my wife came up she was able you know she knew dennis and diane and was able to come up and be at Dennis's retirement party last Friday. We got home, and she was like, she works for the federal government. And there is no one happy there. There is no one happy there. It is crazy. It is, it's killing her day by day, piece by piece. And uh, it's, it saddens me to say that because that's not who she is. That's not her culture. That's not her background. That's not the person she's ever been. And, and she came home, and she said, oh, my God, all the people that work with you are so happy. Everyone was there, everyone that was there was so joyous and so happy for Dennis, and everyone was laughing and everyone was telling stories. And she's like, We would never get that at our (laughs) work, you know. And I'm just like, How disappointing, how disgruntled, you know. She tells me some stories, and I'm just like, Oh my gosh, it is, it it bums me out, it bums me out for her. I I hope she finds some happiness or some peace in what she does pretty soon. So to finish off, just all the great people we have. We we I mean every single department, all the drivers, the shop, the you know. You talk about the shop covering for Mikey gone, and you know you talk about up here with the the. I don't want to call them the ladies by any means. The A
0: group and Joanne.
3: Yeah, the A group and Joanne. There you go. First, so everyone knows that that A group is Amber, Anne, Angie. It, that that all it. of them, yep. and then Joanne. She,
0: <laughs> she she named them the A group. Otherwise, we'd have a different name. Yeah. for the four of them. Yeah,
3: the, the triple A and a J. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It just it's just awesome. The Wash Bay. The yeah. you know I I just can't stop like gushing about it. You know.
0: Yeah, we got a, a lot of good people and a lot of good positions too, and you know what they bring to the table. You know, just everyone has something to bring, and I appreciate all that. You know. Yeah. When, when i kind of get a little mundane and then i see a guy like oswaldo some fresh blood coming to dispatch yeah. or you know amber upstairs with, right. her, with her cards or yeah you know just just all the what what people could bring and the value they add yes and, and what they add to the culture is just amazing yes you know it makes me feel good and appreciative and lucky to, to yes. be here
3: absolutely for, yeah. my my you know jim and i included in that jim we're lucky to be here yeah yeah
0: that's my final thought
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky to be here. That sounds like you're lucky to be alive.
0: <laughs> I'm lucky to be, yeah. I, that too.
3: Well, I think we all are for that, right?
0: Yep. No doubt. Soup, you got a final thought?
1: Yeah. You know, I'm lucky to be here too. It's funny. You, this was a long, long time ago. <laughs> I was interviewing this guy, right? And uh, he was a good interview. Good, sharp dude. Um, drove well, everything, all of that, right? And so when I went back and and i said okay well you know i'd like to offer you the job he said well you know thank you very much but i'm gonna go with keeter and i was crushed you know i was like what's keeter got that jfw doesn't have i mean we have beautiful trucks we i mean we have it all going on and i guess it's just a bee in my bonnet that keeter's history (laughs) Uh (laughs) and i'm still here and this place (laughs) rocks
4: (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's so. Funny, there dude. you go. <laughs>
3: Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> that was an interesting final thought. <laughs> I like it. It's Don't great get to be, be here. Yeah. See,
0: smell you later, Rick. You got a final thought?
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, just to touch on everybody's lucky. Yeah. Well, Yeah. You guys are all lucky. I'm here. You know, start off there getting <laughs> <laughs> no. 13 years. What can I say, man? I've, it's just just the amount of stuff that I've learned here, you know, and, and, and if people are just open themselves up and drivers just admit that, hey, I don't know everything and I'm going to learn, you know, and just learn, just listen. You don't don't take things as criticism. Don't take things as oh, this guy just thinks he knows it all. It's like, no, I don't know it all. I've just done more dumb stuff than you. That's pretty much what it boils down to. Is not that what wisdom is? Yeah, it's like, you know, I'm not saying that I'm smarter than you. I've just made more mistakes, and I can save you a whole lot of trouble if you just listen to my advice. But just be more receptive, you know, to what's going on and take everybody's advice, including the management team and even the office when it comes to your paperwork and even the senior drivers, you know. Even I learned from the younger drivers, too. I got a younger driver. Hey, why'd you do that? Oh, I did it this way. I was like, you know, that really makes sense. Why am I just now figuring this out? Isn't that a trip <laughs> right now? It is. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's for, the third for yeah, time. For those of you yeah. that think that we don't learn from the new drivers, you're wrong, because I do. I do learn things from the new drivers.
0: Yeah, you got to be able to put your pride aside and be able to take take advice from anybody. I've said the quote maybe two weeks in a row, but if you can't be coached, you're going to have a hard yeah. time getting better. And
2: mm-hmm. that means everybody is not from, from your highest guy to your lowest guy you know i yep. mean you, there's something to learn from everyone
0: absolutely all right did you have another final thought dave or was that your final thought
3: <laughs> yeah no I, I i mean i think i'm good it was more a question for rick but i
0: ask it let's well, go <laughs> what's the question shoot it
3: at, well you spit out your age earlier uh-huh. at what age are you planning to retire at what age are you what age are you going to be Dennis and stop working like period no matter what uh, you're doing whether you're driving or not at what age
2: i don't know if i'll ever stop working I, I think i'd be too bored but you know my retirement goal is to actually open up a bar and just kind of relax and Oof. not work so hard I, and uh, everybody says that bars <laughs> suck
0: you
1: know yeah hard, restaurants but, and <laughs> bars are not relaxing
2: <laughs> you know i mean i I'm, I'm looking around the age of 65 67 somewhere in there i, I don't know if i want to be you know, Dennis or Marty and, and work this particular industry for so long. Sure. You know, but I don't think I'll ever stop. Are you writing on the calendar, Rick's last day?
3: <laughs> no, I was just curious because, I mean, you you have this so dialed in. You know what I mean? You You have to admit it's a pretty easy day, right, Rick? I mean, other than getting up early this isn't it, is. it
2: is it's uh, me it's, it's the hours you know because yeah. i don't have a lot of time to do my other stuff and since my wife had passed i've learned to kind of uh focus more towards me and and my life and my family sure and and try not to just step away and you know from jfw all i'm trying yeah. to balance my time more as i can yeah. as i go along but yeah no you know i mean We'll just see what happens. I have no plans on leaving, so.
3: (laughs) Very cool.
0: I actually have one more thing to leave everybody with. I just got a text from uh, Gerardo Sanchez. Good morning, Jam. Just an update for the JFW family. Baby girl was born it's Saturday, 1244 p.m. Everything has gone good and went well with baby Azalea. So, oh, congratulations, nice. congratulations, congratulations, Gerardo. Nice.
3: Congratulations. congratulations.
2: Little little tip on having girls—all girls—is they do know who peed on the toilet seat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, one thing about having all girls in my house, I always put the seat down <laughs> when I'm done. Learn to get really good aim. Good boy, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I catch it. You know
0: you got to train them to put it back up when they're done. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> we'll save that jam. for
1: another topic. <laughs> well, wait a minute. You're out number two. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh,
0: yeah. If we include the pets, there's only one of the male in the house. But we got got uh, three, four females, including a bird. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I haven't heard anything about the bird for a while.
0: Bird's awesome. Bird yeah? settled in. Uh, I don't know. She might be going through some... Might be mating season or something right now. She's a little frisky. Yeah. Yeah. But the bird's been cool. Huh.
3: Yeah. It's that bird time of year, I think. We we put up a hummingbird feeder. I don't know, I just out of the whim, we had one last year and just didn't get much action out of it. I'm telling you, man, our neighborhood is thick really? with hummingbirds. Wow. It is mind boggling and that they sit the stand that we put up on our deck. Our, we have a little three-person table that we eat dinner at at night, and it is literally like 36 inches from our head, and they—they they are not bothered by us. They come right and ah, drink that thing, and nice. man, they fight, and it is <laughs> hilarious. They're like little. Uh, you remember in star wars when they what were those called speed bikes when they chased around oh, in the uh, yeah. speeders yeah i was never a big star wars fan
1: but yeah i mean they sound like that almost mm. they're like, it's just crazy well
2: you and know what they say about um, migrate
1: dave so yeah? they'll come through in the spring and again in the fall there you go is it fall mm-hmm. but it it is believe it or not i know oh, it's dear. 100 out there today but oh dear um you know obviously you go up to taylor park they're yeah. probably all over up there they are
2: they're yeah.
3: thick up there yeah huh.
2: What well, yeah, they so say about they hummingbirds, they're a sign through. of uh, uh, prosperity and good fortune. So huh. really? Well, pirates used to put hummingbirds on their hands. That's where they were tattooed on their hands, and it was a sign of prosperity. Huh? huh. I had no idea. Money, the booty, yeah. the balance. So
3: we just put sugar water out there, and they come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're
1: amazing. Yeah, they're crazy.
2: Put some Red Bull in there and see if their wings go faster. <laughs> huh.
1: Yeah, considering those little tiny birds, they, they migrate like 2,000 miles twice a year. They That's probably great. do that in like you 15 know? minutes, Dave, as fast as they are. <laughs> <laughs> you got to love watching them in slow motion, right? Oh, yeah. man. Funny, yeah.
2: funny, quick, real quick story. My mom loved hummingbirds, and she had the feeders all over the backyard, and she was sitting at the window watching the hummingbird. And we had this cat, and she lived outside all the time. She came in once in a while. And my mom's watching this bird floating, and this cat just came out of nowhere and just grabbed that hummingbird and stuffed it in her mouth and ran. And my mom dropped her cup, ran out of side, freaking out on the cat. And the cat's just gone. Uh. That was my funniest moment when it comes to hummingbirds. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can't believe it caught it. Just the vision, right. oh, my, yeah. oh, yeah. It
2: was just, if that could have been on video, that would have been great. Just the cat uh. jumping up and grabbing it and leaving and my mom's m- mouth just dropping. Huh. It's pretty
3: interesting because, we, you know, we've been studying them so much. They're so thick. But uh, wasps will drive them off. So, I like, bet. If, if a wasp comes up and is, is getting some nectar that they've spilt, you know, around the edge, or if mm-hmm. when we filled it we didn't clean it well, I say nectar, geez, it's just sugar water. But anyway, yeah, we have to be sure to clean that really well. Otherwise, the wasps will be all over it, and they will, they'll chase a hummingbird right off. Yeah, they'll chase
0: people right off, too. Yeah, they're
3: yeah. scared to death of, of <laughs> yeah, wasps. Me, so. too.
0: Me too. I'm scared of my bird. I mean, she's cool and I've, she's either really cuddly or she's like murder bird. You know, Uh she either wants to kill you or she's in love with you, you know what I mean? And I've just learned her moods. Like sometimes she's cool and if she starts getting a little bitey and... So no typical go. female day. Back, back yeah. in the cage. <laughs> <laughs> you could go bite something there. They're yeah. going to be biting me. So. You're going to uh-huh.
3: mess with me. Uh-huh. Those are lots of funny final thoughts today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Later.
0: Well, we can finish strong with the creed. So. There
3: you go. Yeah. All right. We're ready? Yep. yep. All right. Yep. Together, together, we face and
0: overcome all that stands before
2: us. us. Together, together, we are accident accident-free. Free. Together, we together joyfully we create, create honest value for those we serve. serve.
4: Together, together we celebrate, celebrate our, our differences, differences and respect, and respect those, those with whom we work. work. Together, together we are accountable for our, our words, words and words words our, our actions.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Me? <like>, whoa, Dave <laughs> messed up. I <Wow>. did. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. And, and together, together
0: we are the jam- jam- family. family. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. See you next week.